as we come from the stabilization phase and we move into reactivation, what do you need to be planning for and preparing for now so that you can execute on the reactivation when it's time? Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And we are just thrilled to be with you. Thank you so much for joining, for being a part of this podcast. We love hearing the amazing uh, feedback that we've been getting, and, and we've just felt so much love and support from you as our listeners. So thank you so much for being a listener and for tuning in weekly. And if you're brand new to our podcast, welcome. You're in the right place. This is a podcast that we've dedicated to helping chiropractors to become the CEO of their business. And right now in this time that we're all in, where this episode is is airing is we're, we're in the middle of a global crisis. That's the reality of what's going on right now. We're in the middle of a global shutdown and there's a lot of uncertainty right now. And so our goal as CEOs is to determine what's important now and what's important next. And we have to cast vision and recast vision and keep casting vision. And so it's so important that we do that. And this series that we're in right now is, is helping you we hope to do that. From the feedback that we've been getting from you, we believe that it is. So we're going to keep rolling. If you hadn't uh, listened to the previous episode, this is a three-part series on we're calling the Phoenix Plan, which is a three-phase action plan for you to implement into your business right now. The previous episode, we went into phase one, which is stabilization. This episode, we're going to dig into phase two, which is reactivation. And that'll be finished by on the next episode, which will be phase three, mobilization. So in this episode, we're going to dig into and drill down into what can you and your team be doing to reactivate as we come from the stabilization phase and we move into reactivation, what do you need to be planning for and preparing for now so that you can execute on the reactivation when it's time. An important conversation, Dr. Pete, because as you know, like there's never been a time when your organization has needed you to be a CEO like right now. So in the throes of chaos, in the throes of crisis, in the throes of distraction, it's the CEO's job to say, hey, this is what's important now. This is what's important next, right? So this is the essence of this conversation. So you referred to the plan prepare, execute, assess model of the CEO. This is what we do, guys. We have got to collect and direct the limited resources of our organization, the time, energy, focus, and money of everybody in the organization. We have a plan, we prepare for execution, we execute, and then we assess the results, right? So here we go. We pivoted this year, right? So we had we all came into the year with this plan, this beautiful plan. Then we got this can, we got this confusion bomb, this distraction bomb called the COVID crisis dropped on us and we had to pivot, right? So everybody on this line has been affected by this. Everybody's had to go to plan B and this, this plan that we're laying out in front of you, we're asking you to adopt this as your plan B. We want to come alongside you. You are the hero in this journey. 
we are the Sherpa. We're showing you the way, and it's called the Phoenix Plan. There's three stages of the plan or three phases of this action plan. Phase one is about stabilizing your business. Phase two is about reactivating those people that have fallen out of the boat. And phase three is mobilization when it's going to be time to get back into the marketplace. The marketplace is going to be really ready to hear a better way to better health. So on our last episode, we talked about stabilization and stabilizing the leader, stabilizing your team, and stabilizing your patient base, your active patient base. Today, we're going to be talking about reactivation, right? The second phase. So here we are, we're in Q2 2020. Q1, month one, April was that first stage, the stabilization. As we move into May, May is going to be about reactivation. It's about collecting and directing all of the focus on your team and say, okay, guys, we need to continue to stabilize the business, but now we're going to stack on top of that. It's time to execute reactivation, right? So as we look at reactivation, there's really two groups of people that we need to reactivate. Number one are the missing in actions or what we call the MIAs. Missing in action means that they've been bumped out of the raft, so to speak, during this corona crisis, right? So they are the corona casualties, I call them. They've fallen out of care because of the distraction associated with this COVID crisis. The second group of people that we want to reactivate are the previously active patients. These are the people that discontinued before the corona crisis, right? So for the sake of just getting specific in this conversation, let's focus on the MIAs. Let's talk about the missing in actions. Yeah, you know, it's so powerful. And I, and I love that you keep using this analogy about the boat because it's interesting because I've kind of thought about that boat and we've used this boat analogy when it comes to becoming a CEO and finding yourself out and you're treading water. And next thing you know, you're feeling like you're drowning. Well, you know, that's how a lot of the people feel as well. You know, so they were in this boat with you. They were taking care of their health. They said, wow, chiropractic, this is amazing. I put this as part of my lifestyle. I know invest time, energy, focus, and money as a patient into chiropractic care. Next thing you know, bam, this thing hits. And I'm not sure if I can go to my chiropractor. And right, so this has happened and they've gotten rocked and out, fallen out of the boat, but it wasn't their plan either. So let's, 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 let's just recognize this is not the plan and strategy that your people had. So I think sometimes we just think about it from our own perspective. But put yourself in the perspective of your patient right now. What are they thinking? This has disrupted what they were doing. They loved getting their adjustments. They wanted to get well. They were looking forward to correcting their spine, getting rid of these aches and pains and staying healthy and well, or just continuing with their plan and their strategy for their family to stay subluxation free. You know, so this is, this is something that's majorly disrupted them. So let's have an empathy to our patient when it comes to reactivation. And let's assume that they didn't want this to happen either. We, we should assume that. We should assume that this is totally messed with them and their mojo and their flow and their life. And so let's have that level of empathy and connection. When we go into this reactivation, when we think about who are these MIAs, who are these people who are previously active, who got knocked out of the boat? Listen, if you imagine getting knocked out of a boat, you know, I've never been knocked out of, I've jumped out of boats, never knocked out of a boat, but I've been out of a boat. And when you're out of the boat, you're very vulnerable, right? Because there's a boat and you're like, and so how do you get back into the boat? It's sometimes it's, it's really difficult unless you're throwing a lifeline. So what we're actually going to break out down for you is, you know, we're going to throw lifelines out to our people. What's the best way for us to throw a life raft out, throw a rope, something for them to hold on to, grab onto, because we're not just expecting all of our patients to do all the work to swim back to the boat. And we're just going to wave them in like, hey, the boat's over here, wave you in. We're going to wave you in. We're not waving anybody in. We are throwing a rope out. 
we're going to drive the boat around to get you. We're literally going to come right up to you. We're going to put our hand in and we're going to pull you out. Like be thinking in terms of this is a person who got tossed out of the boat. and They don't want to be out of the boat. They need to be back in the boat. They want to be back in the boat. So what are we doing now to pull them back, to capture this amazing person, to bring them back to safety, to bring them home, right? To dry them off and to give them a, a nice something to eat, right? They, they need, so we are talking right now about reactivation. So this is what are we doing right now to bring them back and get them back to rescue them and bring them home. We'll be back to my conversation with Dr. Steven right after this. Hey doc, we've got great news for you. The remarkable attraction immersion originally planned for Melbourne is now happening online May 1st and 2nd. In response to the COVID-19 coronavirus situation and ensuing restrictions on travel, hotels, gatherings and restaurants, we are moving the awesome Remarkable Attraction Immersion online, live and virtual. We've created an awesome event, highly relevant, addressing the concerns, questions, and needs that you and your team are facing right now. And we also know that this too will pass, and we're going to get you ready to step into the gap and be prepared and ready to seize the opportunity that you will be facing in your community over the next few months. The same awesome TRP coaches will follow the same remarkable practice live event program schedule. Get your team together at your office or home or offsite and hunker down for a value-packed weekend of training. You will be ready to take action immediately even if your practice is closed. Join us for this incredible virtual live event. Roberto Monaco is coming alongside Dr. Franson all the TRP coaches to teach this seminar through the weekend. If you don't know Roberto, he's the premier undisputed heavyweight champ of influential and persuasive speaking in chiropractic. We have a program in place so that you're fully equipped to have the answers. Register now for the virtual live Remarkable Attraction Immersion event May 1st and 2nd and save over 65%. To grab this special deal, go to www.theremarkablepractice.com forward slash events forward slash AUS dash attraction. Again, that's www.theremarkablepractice.com forward slash events forward slash AUS dash attraction. Don't pass up on this deal because it ends May 1st. Grab your team and we'll see you online. And now back to my conversation with Dr. Steven. Yeah, uh, Dr. Pete, I love the analogy. I love the metaphor of the raft. It gives such a great visual. And I personally, I find it incredibly inspiring to be thinking of that. We all love the imagery, uh, you know, of, of the rescue, you know, with the hand out in the water, grabbing somebody. And really, you want to bring that imagery to your team because they're going to be doing those tough phone calls. They're going to be getting asked those questions. They're going to be feeling the objections, right? Fielding those things. 
we've got to make sure that we empathetically connect with our teams first. So to make sure that they understand, listen, I get it. So I'm not the only one that's dealing with these questions. I'm not, I'm not the only one that's getting those objections that make me cringe, right? So we want to make sure that we're equipping our team to handle this well. Like this is what good leadership is, right? So we want to identify like, why wouldn't somebody be coming in, right? So if we're going to emp empathetically connect and be able to teach and train our team, prepare our team to be able to deal with these really well so that it ends up being a win-win-win and everybody's excited and motivated and feels really confident doing it. First, we want to identify like what would the reasons be that somebody wouldn't be coming in, right? So categorically, it comes down to essentially four reasons why somebody's not coming into your office who was coming in before, right? So number one, it's the distraction factor. They've been distracted by this COVID crisis, right? So they're like, oh my gosh, my whole life's a chessboard been thrown up in the air. I'm sorry I haven't been in. It's just my kids are home. I'm, I'm working from home. My, you know, my whole life schedule, my rhythms are off and I can't wait to get back under care. I'll be back next week, right? So that's the distraction factor. Number two is the fear factor. And that is I'm afraid. I don't want to get exposed. I don't want to catch a virus, right? So I'm just terrified to do anything. Never mind, come into your office, right? So number three, number three is the money factor, which is, man, I've been laid off. My husband's laid off. My wife's been laid off. I'm afraid we're both going to get laid off. What, you know, whatever it is, they're afraid because of the money factor. And number four, maybe they're a rule follower, right? So maybe they're just like, well, I've been told I got a shelter in place. I've, aren't we supposed to stay home? I'm just trying to follow the rules. And, or maybe your office is closed and the governor said, padlock the door. You can't see patients, right? So, or acute patients only wherever you are on that spectrum, there are people that aren't coming in because of the rules and governance, right? So at the end of the day, we want to be very clear on what is the reason that this person's not coming into the office so that we're barking up the right tree when we're communicating with them. Yeah, this is so powerful. And I'm so grateful that you said that, that you brought in the team, because this is something that absolutely is going to fall onto the shoulders of your team members, your team, your CAs, if you have associate doctors, you know, your whole team is the one who's going to be really carrying a lot of the weight of this and the communication and making these calls and, and receiving these calls and having these discussions. And so it's absolutely critical. And I found, Doc, that this framework of identifying what the four categories of patients are is very important during the stabilization phase to categorically organize it. So that when it comes to the reactivation phase, you can actually systematically have the right conversation. That's why I think it's really important to determine what is the reason, what is their why, right? What's their why? Because that then gives us the understanding of how we can, we can hear their why, and then we can give them the how and the what that's going to help them get back, right? So I, as a listener to the person who's saying, this is why, I want to make sure I understand that and I can support them in their, in their decision. That's exactly why, because of what you said, that's why this is the next step. And this is how we can help you. So it's important as your CAs are listening, don't, they need to be listening to the why, that reason, because that reason actually directs the, the conversation, the next part of the conversation as you have this conversation with the with individual people, right? So categorically in stabilization, identify what are the, the four areas that these people are in who are MIA, they are categorically in this. And then when we re-engage with them and contact them and stay connected, and we wanna, let's say, schedule them for a consult with the doctor, let's say a virtual consult, or 
an in-office consult with the doctor. That gives you a lot more power and authority because you have an understanding of where they're at to actually direct them. So again, this is very important to, to organize this data. Remember we say memory management at a time like this is not gonna be helpful. Make sure it's written down. We've, we've said, if it's not written down, it doesn't exist. Well, I'll tell you, if this is not written down, it does not exist. So organize this information, this data, so that when you are going into these conversations, you're prepared. So Dr. B, we're gonna lean in on the third side of the Rubik's Cube on this. You know, As CEOs, we love to have systems, right? So we want to have systems so that we create scale, scalability and durability, right? So we wanna have systems so we have predictable positive outcomes. We don't wanna leave things to memory management, right? And we don't wanna wing it. So you, these are extraordinary times or extraordinary times, right? So it calls for extraordinary systems, right? So you may need to create a new system, a new report if you don't have one, right? It's called, this is called the MIA report, right? So the missing in actions. This is such a sensitive group of people that it requires its own standalone report. So it doesn't get lost in the fray, right? So we call this, it's, you set it up on like a Google Sheets report, for example. This is actually probably a great giveaway, Dr. Pete. Let's, let's give, a, give away a copy of our Google Sheets on this. So the MIA report, okay? So it is such an important, when it comes to this reactivation stage, this is holy ground. We actually call it the holy sheet, right? So this is the holy sheet. This is the MIA report. This is a Google Sheets that's, we use Google Drive for this, uh, where there's a shared collaborative document where anybody and everybody that would talk to any of these people, we capture the information that we garnished from the communication, right? So whatever you learned about it, for example, if you had this dedicated list of people that have gone missing in action that you know you're going to need to keep an eye on and you want to reactivate as soon as possible, these sensitive conversations need to be captured in this form, like the information they pulled out here. For example, which of the four categories do they fall, fall into? Is this a distraction factor? Is this a money factor, right? Is this a rule follower, right? Or is this just somebody who's at this point is just afraid of catching a virus, right? So make sure that that information is captured on this Google Sheets, on the Holy Sheet, on the MIA report, right? So that if multiple CAs or multiple doctors are calling this person, you can look at that report and be informed and you can pick up on where that conversation left off as opposed to awkwardly just jumping back into a conversation that you weren't involved in and rehashing things or just being insensitive to something that a patient might've shared with somebody else on your team. Yeah, and I think it's so important that even that you said that, I love that it's a shared document because it is important that they're being touched regularly through this process. So part of the, the stabilization process was that for the people that aren't coming in, who let's say are not gonna come in, that it's part of a weekly rhythm that we're checking in with them. And, and so this is a way for you to track when we checked in, who checked in, how we checked in, right? And when I say how, was it a phone call? Was it a text message? Was it a dub message? What was the form of communication that you, know, you used to connect with them? And so it's really important that we get clear here that there's a few different ways that we're gonna be communicating with our people during this time. Number one is mass communication. And then the other is going to be one-on-one -on -one communication. And both are valuable, okay? So both are valuable. We wanna leverage both. So let's talk about mass communication. So when it comes to mass communication, meaning you can communicate with a bunch of people at one time, I'm specifically talking about your active patients, okay? So you're gonna use email, 
That's going to be one way that you're going to do this. So when you want to get a message, a proclamation, a declaration, an announcement out to your tribe, you leverage a platform like email, extremely effective, and it can work really well. Number two would be if you have a private Facebook group for your patients, that's another great way to do it, right? So you can go into your private Facebook group, you can go live, and you can communicate with them exactly what you want them to, to know and hear. The third would be through text messages. So we work with a company called ReviewWave as an example, and they give you the ability to, in a moment, send out a blast message to your base, right? I've been getting Google mess text messages just blasts from, for example, my church during this time. They've been sending us all the updates because the churches are closed and they want you to know about the different services and different things that they're doing, right? So I feel very blessed by that. It's very simple. If they would have maybe emailed me or called me, I wouldn't have worked as well, but the text got me where I need to go. But what has to happen is there's always a next step. Doc, you talk about this. I love this. It's the form of communication is never just, hey, I'm just giving you a an update on some things, the communication always comes with an action step. What's the next thing that I can do? What's the next thing to do? Doc, I'd love for you to dig into that because I love when we unpack this. So that's, that's mass communication. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. The other form of communication would be one-to-one -one communication. So the old school way is pick up the phone and give them a call. And sometimes what's old school is new school. So I'll tell you, it's still a really good time to pick up a phone and call people. If your team has been really gotten a little bit comfortable with using text messages, that's cool. Keep sending the messages, but please don't write off phone calls at a time like this. So that's one is, hey, make sure you're connecting with your people one-to-one, -one. so valuable right now. Two is leveraging video communications in the one-to-one. -one. Yes, use video for mass communication, but also a one-to-one -one video communication. Doc, I'm gonna throw this over to you because I know you've been enjoying you know, leveraging the video communications as well through this one-to-one, -one, but also talking about how to do calls to action. Like how do we leverage a call to action when we are communicating with our MIAs? Yeah, I love the idea of managing two approaches towards your communications, right? So one is broadcasting one to many, and the other is more like sniper fire, right? Where you're one to one, and it's a real personalized, individualized message. Both are critically important. Both are incredibly valuable. There's usually one that's more appropriate, right? So you're trying to decide exactly what's this person's situation? Where is this hero on their journey? What would serve them best? And what is going to be the call to action? What I'm going to try to get them to take action on, right? So you might be doing, you know, your bulletproof, your immune system advanced workshop as a webinar, and you want to let every 
everybody know active patients, previously active patients. So you do a broadcast, you do a blast email, you do a blast texting, right? So you put it up on your Facebook page and social media, et cetera, right? So that may be one way to do it. Or you leverage bots doing it through Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger, or it's on your LinkedIn Messenger, what have you. So those would be broadcasts and they apply to everybody and it's totally appropriate to do it that way. It's the billboard, if you will. Then there's the one-to-one communications where you said like pick up a phone call. Wherever it would be good to pick up a phone call, it would be great to send a video message. I love to use this one platform called Dub. There's another one, Bonbon. Um, Dub is my preferred version, which is where you're doing a one-to-one message leveraging video messaging. Uh, We get into this quite a bit in our immersion, the immersion that we did last weekend and the one that's coming up in on Australia time zone, which is May 1st and 2nd. This is, we're going to unpack this technology and teach you exactly how to best use that. So this is a a bit outside of the scope of a podcast, but the long and short of it is if I know I'm trying to get a person who's been missing an action, who's dropped out since this Corona crisis, what I want to be able to do is I want to reach out to this person in a personal way. The Dub is a great platform to do that where they're going to receive a text or an email or an Instagram message, Facebook message, or a LinkedIn message, or all of the above, or I just target which one I know this person communicates well in, and I'm going to send them a video message. And it might be just something as simple as, Pete, it's Dr. Steven. Good to see you. Well, actually, you wouldn't have to introduce yourself because they're looking at you. Pete, what's going on? Uh, just checking in to see how you're doing. See uh See if you have any questions for me. I know that these are crazy times. I want you to know I was thinking of you today. I know you're not coming to the office right now because of this COVID crisis. I totally understand and support you on this. I want to make sure that you know I'm still your health coach, even in, when you're not in the office. Uh, I'd love to be able to get connected with you, have a conversation with you. There's some specific things I'd like to talk to you about home care and self-care that you can do outside of the practice to make sure you don't slide backwards and lose all your gains, right? So now here's the powerful thing about this, about this technology. You can actually put links down below this video and say, below you'll find there's a link to my calendar where you can schedule a consultation with me. We can either do it by phone or just like this on video. And also next to it, Dr. Pete, uh, or Pete, what I want you to see is there's a document that I've attached there that I've put together that's a cheat sheet for my patients on boosting your immune system. So it's 10 things start doing and stop doing to make sure you're not immunocompromised in these times. So Dr. Pete, let's get that consultation scheduled uh, this week and I'll see you in the office. So now you're reaching out with a very specific call to action and you're telling a person, hey, I was thinking of you, this is what I want you to do and this is how I wanna serve you, create value and add value. And you set them up with a link where they can just go right in and schedule a virtual consultation in the office. So we talk about ABC, right? So it's always be converting, right? So you've heard always be closing, right? I don't agree with that. It should be always be converting, right? So ABC, always be converting. What are you converting them to? The next step. It creates a different consciousness as a leader. If you know that you're trying to convert them to take action on the next step for them, it creates a consciousness where you have to be aware of where is this person on their journey. Remember, they're the hero on this journey. You're the Sherpa. You're the guide. And if you're always converting to the next step, you're conscious of where are they? Where are they in their health journey? Where are they in their learning journey? Where are they in their understanding, right? And it makes you more empathetic and it helps you connect with that person better and convert them to the next step. So powerful, Doc. And so just real practically, when we talk about reactivation, the next step, so 
you're communicating with your people, let's call it through a dub message, or you're doing some broadcasting mass communication, you're inviting people to a next step. So we'll give you a couple examples here. So let's say, for example, you're doing, uh, you're reaching out to someone one to one, like Doc, your example, you reached out to me, I'm Pete, I'm your patient, I haven't seen you because of the distraction factor. And I'm just not coming in right now. So you recognize you empathize with me, you connect with me. And you invited me to come in for a consult. So that's what you did. So the call to action on that message to me was, hey, click the link below this video. It goes, it's directly takes you directly to my schedule. And let's book a, a 30 minutes, 15 minutes, a consultation in the office. I'd love for you to come in and see me. Now, if this person, that's an ideal situation. So if this, this person has been MI, I haven't been in, ideally, you would get them to come in during a consultation time to meet with you. Now, if for some reason, if they don't do that, then there would be an option two, which was let's do a virtual consultation. So option one, which is our best case scenario, we invite them to come into the office and we can meet with them. Now, the beauty of that in in-person in engagement is Number one, there's just no nothing better than in-person connection. I think some of us are appreciating that more, now more than before because it's been stripped from us a bit. So, but the in-person is so powerful because then you can invite them to the next step, which is, hey, while you're here, let's get your power turned on, right? So let's do an adjustment because that's what you need. And then from there, it's, hey, let's get you scheduled for your next adjustment, right? And so we've got that going. So that's step, that's ideal, and that's our optimum. You know, goal. So second would be, okay, let's do a virtual consultation. So book into my schedule. You're not going to come in for whatever reason. We can name all the reasons. And, and so let's jump on a call, and, but let's do a virtual call. So maybe this is your people that are 70 years and older whose kids said to their parents, hey, we don't want you going in, stay home. They may not be familiar with virtual technology. So number one, you may need to coach them and guide them through how to use a platform like Zoom as an example. Because I know for my, let's just call it my parents, you know, who are in this age range, that if, if I was able to jump on a call with them, they love Skyping with their grandchildren, right? They love that. So what's going to be a blessing for your patients is if they get to see you, if it's this group of people who are maybe they, they called more at risk, higher risk, these are the people that you want to be connecting with. And if you can do a virtual connection where they can feel you and see you, in a way that's just really powerful through video, do that. So that's the, that's the second scenario that you would settle, not settle for, but you would choose that. And the third one, of course, would be the old-fashioned phone call, jump on a call with them. So we want to guide them to that. So that's scheduling consultations, and those can be done, again, in office, virtually, or on the phone. The other is to get people to come to a workshop. Doc, let's wrap with this. So if, as part of this reactivation plan and strategy, what we're coaching and leading our doctors to do is, hey, let's relaunch this thing with a workshop called Bulletproofing Your Immune System. There's never been a better time for you to position yourself in the marketplace as, as a, a hero, as a leader, as an advocate for the, the good of the people than right now. And there's no more important topic when you think about promoting your health than talking about building your immune system.
Yeah, I mean, get in the conversation that's already happening, right? So what a blessing. Everybody's finally talking about health, but we know the truth. They're not talking about health. They're talking about sickness <laughs> and they're talking about fear. So we get to actually step into a conversation that everyone's having, but nobody's having, right? So now we're positioned as the expert that knows about not just treating disease or preventing disease, but promoting health. What a great opportunity for us to do a bulletproof your immune system workshop, right? So at the end of the day, what we've got to do as chiropractors is we've got to recognize it's time to change the conversation. We've got to change the conversation from everybody focused on the strength of the virus, and we've got to shift the conversation to the strength of the host. So if you can visualize that, wow, this is something that everyone's talking about, nobody knows about, and you can position yourself as the expert, this is a blue ocean. This is our unique selling proposition such an opportunity for a step into this information gap that's been left by the media, the government and the medical world, right? So this is the time doc to be doing your bulletproof, your immune system workshop. And as we look across the landscape of this three stage program, this three stage plan, this Phoenix plan of getting your practice back on track and taking it to the next level, whether we're talking about phase one stabilization, phase two reactivation or stage three mobilization, this bulletproof your immune system message, this workshop, whether it's delivered live or delivered as a Facebook live or delivered as a webinar, this is going to be a foundational element to all three of these things. So when it comes to stabilizing your practice, your active patients, they are, they, they are absolutely in need of this information and they're dying to hear it, right? So you can meet their needs straight away and add value to them in that stabilization process. Then for reactivation, of course, this is the event to invite everybody to. So as you're reactivating those people and re-engaging those people, get them to your live event or get them to the Facebook Live or get them to your webinar where you're sharing this message. So the call to action is your next step is attending the Bulletproof Your Immune System webinar, right? And of course, in the webinar, the call to action there is get under care or get back under care, right? So you see it's always be converting. Converting to what? To the next step. So the Bulletproof for Your Immune System workshop is the perfect foundational element in all three phases of the Phoenix Plan. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.